The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is the day that you know it. It is the weekly day that you love it. It is called Roll Call Friday. Roll what Call is Friday! Up? Boys and girls, Tariq Hill is here. I'm here. Ferris here wearing big hats. We got a lot to get to on the show today. Jeffrey Benson, Circus Sports, will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll talk about everything happening with March Madness, all the fun stuff happening in downtown Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. How did the airport go, Dave? How everything okay? We all good? Almost got a divorce dropping them off. Right, just getting rid of the bags, getting saying goodbye. <laughs> Last second goodbyes. I said... Do you want to get, are we getting papers out right now? Just go get, you got enough time. Everybody relax. <laughs> but you know, you know what traffic does to people. Oh, yes. Um, I what time was, what what time was drop off was what, 1045 drop off? What time was that? Drop off was, uh, yeah, we were pretty for, much on time. For, for a 1 p.m. flight? Be. Yeah. It oh, was, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah. It's just a lot of chaos over there right now. Right. A lot of people zipping in and out. And I begged her to let me drive us down. She said, no, she oh. does not like the way I drive. Oh, so I sat in the passenger seat, tried to tell her where to go. <laughs> Boys, listen, <laughs> when she's driving, right? Shut the fuck up. Oh. That's what you do. Yeah. Shut up. Don't say a word. So. Learned another lesson today, but uh, yeah, hugged and uh, hugged and kissed the girls and and her goodbye. Me and the dog are gonna be like this this weekend, and uh, that's it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys in the chat, hang on. We'll get to a roll call Friday coming yes, up in a little yes. while. But without further ado, right here at the top of the show, kind enough it. to be a little bit behind here, not one upset his day too much. Is the one and the only Jeffrey Benson, Circus Sports, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the oh. Book. Oh. What is going on, Mr. Benson? How are you on a Friday? Welcome. Uh, good, uh, good hat change, Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, looking yeah. good. Yeah, we came prepared. This is one of the OG hats. This is from opening yeah. day, actually, opening, opening day forever. And now. You're changing the game every day. Jeffrey Benson, 12. Tom Brady wore 12, and he's a legend. But you have 12 in the Twitter, at Jeffrey Benson, 12. A legend in your own right. (laughs) JB, how was the Super Bowl, my friend? I mean, it's only the biggest book in Vegas with the biggest screens. And take the biggest bets. How did things go over there on Sunday last week? Yeah, it was good um obviously uh the game went well for us uh we did well to the game uh you know the final score if it had been a few points less that probably would have been better for some of the uh the props props uh that we were offering but uh you know anytime you get a 38 35 score 
um, you know, you're going to see a lot of yeses cash and you're going to see a lot of overs, um, you know, come into play. So from the prop perspective, uh, still pretty happy that we won there, um, you know, one to MVP um, and things like that. So overall, given the final score of 38, 35 Mm -hmm. was pretty happy with how things ended, you know, from a future book perspective, uh, obviously we, you know, we took a pretty big bet on the chiefs, um, a 10 to one preseason. So Mm -hmm. from a future book perspective, uh, wasn't the best result, uh, but we were able to mitigate a little bit with the game. And then obviously with the way props and circus squares and the rest of the, uh, novelty bets that we offered, we had, we had on, uh, Mike Palm down at the Super Bowl at media week. And he kind of told us a little bit about the future book position. Remind the people, Jeffrey, of what you and the boys and everybody did with the number to open up the Super Bowl. Um, because I think, you know, it got kind of, you know, lost a little bit in the shuffle of Super Bowl week. But what was the opening number for, for Super Bowl Sunday at uh, Circus Sportsbook? Yeah, I mean, obviously, to preface it before I get into it, you know, you have to, you know, openers don't really mean shit in this business. Thank you. Um, you know, Matt opened a, you know, an WMA All-Star game, total 60 points off, and we had a U.S. integrity <laughs> alert. So, I mean, when you think about it, you know, openers don't mean a whole lot. Um, you know, and then obviously when you think about the Super Bowl, we were taking 20 dimes on the opener, and, you know, we're taking, you know, a million dollars at post. So, you know, you write a few 20-dime bets, and, and you know, you work in – you know, you get started on the price discovery. So for us, you know, Chris Bennett, who's our director of risk, you know, he does our NFL numbers, you know, his number was Kansas city minus two and a half and the total of 51, you know, Mm -hmm. I had, uh, I don't make totals, but my number was Kansas city minus two and a half as well. You know, I had KC rated the best team all season in football. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we opened two and a half, we opened 51. Uh, You know, when we opened the market was, Philly minus one or maybe pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and the total was like 49 and a half. Yep. And, you know, the market shot on our opener. But, you know, in the end of the day, uh, we we wrote Philly money um, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, went to Philly minus two and a half. Um, and we felt good about, you know, what we wrote and where we were and, and mm-hmm. the bets that we saw. And then obviously from a total perspective, uh, we were about a point and a half higher than market and they bet mm-hmm. us under. So, you know, from that perspective, that worked out pretty well too. You know, you guys at Circa have taken what has happened in either offices or with people online and taken it to the book. You guys have done the survivor. Now it's grown exponentially. You guys did Circa million now, and that's continued to grow year over year. Now the squares comes in something that most people have done in some form or fashion at a party or two and now brought it to the book experience. How are you guys finding that to be, what's the discovery process with that? And how much success did you guys have with the interest from the public coming in to bet that? Yeah. I mean, people love the squares, you know, obviously for the, for the non-traditional gambler, you know, that's something that, you know, as you alluded to, they play at their local Super Bowl party, you know, at their local bar, things like that. So it's certainly something that they're used to. And it's, it's a, it's a interesting and novel concept in the fact that they can pick their own squares and not necessarily, um, you know, have get, their square picked for them. Correct. You know, not necessarily have the dreaded five, five, if they don't want it or oh, things five, like that. Five, so, or, or, or two, two in the first quarter, things like that. Yeah, so, um, four, yeah. four hit though, four, four hit. 
Yeah, I mean, weird. obviously, when you have, you know, 24, 24, 24, 14, 14, 14, things like that, you know, right. you'll definitely have some more outs, particularly as you get later into the game, um, you know, when when the scoring increases. But, yeah, the uh, the overall popularity from the public was great. You know, we've seen the right increase on the circus squares, um, you know, every single year, uh, which has definitely been something that's been great. And I think kind of the the, the funny thing that you see when you're behind the counters, you have a lot of people come up, you know, whether it's bar owners or business owners, and they say, you know, give me $5 on every square in the first quarter. Give me $10 <laughs> on every single square, you know, on the board, things like that. So, you know, a ticket writer may end up, you know, when all is said and done, you know, oh. writing, you know, 400 square tickets or, oh. or, or, or things like that. So they oh. certainly, they certainly got, uh, you know, their workout, but, uh, it, it's really cool to see, you know, I had a guy come in and he bet a hundred dollars on every square in the first quarter, gave me, you know, t- threw me two uh, 5k orange chips and called it a day. That's uh, the best that you it, just don't it's, know. It's, it's incredible. It's a lot of paper. You go through a lot of paper coming out of those machines when you write all those tickets, Jeffrey, but you know, you guys will be all right with the paper speaking of paper and looking forward. Okay. Talk about what goes into putting up, next year's odds like because the ink isn't even dry in the game Mahomes gets the mvps going to disneyland and then boom everything's up for next season who's going to be the champ it's pretty much the teams in the super bowl start one and two maybe you bump up buffalo or san francisco but they don't even know who the quarterback's going to be I mean, in san francisco. I, I, what do you do rams, with it i mean ask the rams how well that worked out last year not so good not yeah, so good so. now that you said that. But, like, is there any action on that? People used to ask me that all the time, and I'm going to ask you because there wasn't really that much action on it. There's not football fatigue, but it's like, okay, I don't want to tie up the money that long. What goes into putting up those numbers, and do you take any bets on it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Chris Bennett, who's our director of risk, uh, and he manages both NFL and baseball. He does a great job with it. I mean, you know, you're just trying to think of a number of different scenarios as you go in to the off season, you know, what do teams have in terms of cap space? Uh, you know, when you look at some, somebody like the Raiders, you know, obviously they're getting mm-hmm. rid of their quarterback and Derek Carr. So thinking about possible destinations for him, you know, when you look on the NFC side of things, you know, thinking about the green Bay Packers, you know, kind of, it, it reminds me of a couple of years ago when you, when, you know, it looked like Rogers was going to leave and then he ended up coming back and, you know, we took a lot of Green Bay money at 25 to one that drove mm. that price all the way down. So kind of trying to be as realistic as possible about where you think these star players are going. You know, where's DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals going? You know, what are some of these cap casualties going to be? I mean, when you look at Tampa Bay, you know, they're 55, 50 plus million over the cap. You know, they right. don't have a quarterback on their roster. So just trying to put all of these things into play, you know, obviously, you know, in the coming, uh, you know, month, you know, we're going to have the NFL draft and things like that. So yeah. trying to see what teams are going to do, uh, whether you think they're going to be tanking, not tanking, whether you think they're going for it, not going for it. You know, obviously it looks like the Jets, you know, want a veteran quarterback. Obviously they're bringing in Derek Carr for a visit. You know, they may do something, you know, Woody Johnson obviously has an affinity for, for Aaron Rodgers and things like that. So certainly trying to put your, you know, odds making hat on and, and try to think about what some of these teams are going to do and ultimately try to figure out where the public thinks these players are going right. to go. And th- that's really the most important thing. You know, if yes. you can, 
you know, with Twitter and, and things nowadays, you know, I, I think people get a hold of rumors and all these different things. Oh. And some of these, some of these lines can kind of steam. So maybe trying to get ahead of a little bit of that public perception. And, you know, if you can beat somebody, you know, and make them lay 20 to one instead of 25 to one, you know, that's certainly going to make that's your good. position, right. um, you know, a lot more profitable and plus EV come, you know, next year's Super Bowl, you know, when you go into trying to balance thing, uh, you know, balance things for the book. Yeah. Jeffrey, there's, Speaking of rumors, by the way, Clayton Kershaw out of the World Baseball Classic that was just announced. He's not pitching oh, for Team geez. USA, so he's out. Speaking of rumors, so this morning there's a very large rumor about where the Oakland A's might be looking to build a ballpark. The Rio now is the third option here oh, in God. Las Vegas. Rob, Rob Manfred has said publicly that all conversations have been about Vegas, not about Oakland for the A's. You guys were at a hearing for downtown Vegas is it safe to say that Circa would prefer a ballpark to be built in downtown Vegas uh, on the event space versus being built either at the Tropicana site or the Rio site, which is obviously by the strip? You know, it's a, it's a interesting question. I'll, uh, I'm going to see Mr. Stevens at lunch and, uh, I'll certainly, <laughs> I'll certainly, I'll certainly pose that. But, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously I think, you know, when you look at the success, the Knights have had, you look at the success, the aces have had, you look at the success, the Raiders have had, you know, I think, building this town, you know, into a sports town and bringing these professional franchises in, it really just helps gentrify everything. And it really, yep. you know, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. So whether it's in downtown Las Vegas, you know, whether it's on the Rio site, whether it's, you know, somewhere closer here to, you know, maybe the corner of, you know, 15 and, and blue diamond, things like that. I, I think just getting a baseball team into Vegas you know, with the success that the aviators have had, which is the triple a team for the, yeah. uh, for the A's, you know, I, I think that would just be a boon for the city and, and something that would be really, really welcomed, uh, you know, citywide. Speaking of boom for the city, you know, where the super bowl is next year, right? It's right uh, here in Las Vegas. And I just saw you go, ah, oh, we're both doing the same. Ah, oh, people are already asking me, Hey, can I stay at your house? Hey, will you pick me up at the airport? Hold on, everybody calm down. We'll, we'll figure that out. Well, you, you just let the wife go. I mean, so you, you got a couple of free rooms. Uh, I mean, just for this weekend, just for this oh, week. Okay. Don't be putting people at my house, Jeffrey. I'm going to bring the, them down to the circuit. The, the drop papers them off. aren't signed yet. No, I'm going to drop them off <laughs> in the second level up there and let them overlook the book. Um, are you guys talking about and starting to prepare for what's coming already? Is, has the Super Bowl discussions even started yet? Or is that like now? before March Madness because you guys do March Madness as good or better than anybody in the country. Absolutely. I mean, for us, obviously we'll sit down here in the next couple of weeks, kind of, you know, rehash everything that went into this year's Super Bowl, and then figure out, you know, what that looks like for next year, given that, you know, we're going to be the, the host city. So uh, obviously football's King, um, you know, this is going to be the first Super Bowl Vegas has hosted. I can't imagine how wild and crazy it's going to oh. be, but it gives me a lot of F1 vibes in the sense that, you know, blocking off, you know, an entire week of hotel rooms, you know, blocking off all the venues, things like that. It, it just, it, it has a lot of F1 vibes to me in the sense that this city hasn't seen an F1 race. Right. The city hasn't seen a Super Bowl and things right. like that. And figuring out what that looks like from a hotel and casino perspective and how you can, you know, yield and utilize your hotel and your, your different venues to, throw parties and do all these different things. It's, it's, you know, like I said, it's going to be a great, 
thing for the city and, and certainly, you know, awesome for all the tourists who come out and see the attractions. You know, it's funny. We do events better than anybody. We're set up for it. We're designed for it. We can handle any size of any event, but we've never done a regional final. We've never done F1 and we've never done the Super Bowl. In March, what are you guys expecting? Dave mentioned March Madness. We normally have people come just to watch the games. We've got the games here coming up in March. What are you guys expecting from a crowd perspective at Stadium Swim and just at Circa? Yeah, I mean, obviously this year when you look at Super Bowl, you know, our hand, you know, obviously handle in the state was a little bit down. You know, there may be uh, somebody that was over the hill that had something to do with that, but um, <laughs> in, in terms of. In, in terms of handle within the uh, circa, uh, we were up year over year. So I would anticipate that would uh, lend towards March Madness in terms of seeing our increased growth. Um, obviously, football is always king, but March Madness continues to get bigger and bigger each and every year. And obviously, when you think about, you know, T-Mobile and all these different, um, you know, venues that can host these games, I think just having games in the city and, and driving people here and, and kind of mixing the betting um, with actually watching and going to the games and, and being a part of that atmosphere is just going to continue to help the right um, and help the city, you know, overall. And obviously we've seen the success of the sports teams we have here currently. And I think when you look and you see the events that we have planned mm -hmm. for the future, you know, a lot of what the, you know, the, the, the groundwork that those teams have laid, oh. you know, has a lot, has allowed a lot of these events to become, you know, has come to fruition. So it's, it's great for the city. It's great for gambling. It's great for the hotels and the operators. And, you know, like I said, you know, hopefully we can meet the demand that, uh, you know, ultimately of comes course, in March. Of and Of course. But I mean, talking about events, there's an event going on right now. People are watching. And if you're watching the show, again, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, follow Jeffrey Benson 12 on the Twitter because he's an unbelievable follow talking about, you know, the, the ups and downs of the sports book industry and hills and going up hills and downhills <laughs> and all those other things. Really well done right there, Jeffrey. But also, you guys are the place to go for, for golf betting. Tiger Woods is playing – Tiger Woods may actually make the cut. He put up a two under yesterday. The best prices in the world, if you're going to bet golf, are right there on the Circus Sports app and at the counters. How's the golf betting been this week with uh, with Tiger playing and being close to actually making a cut? I mean, it's incredible. I mean, what he oh. does for the sport, um, yeah. you know, nobody else can say. You know, I was, I was looking at a picture on Twitter, and it was, it was basically showing Tiger teeing off one at Riv and – there, what you, you could hardly even see grass because there were so many people. And then there was a picture of Phil Mickelson, you know, over in Saudi Arabia playing in the LIV tour and you couldn't find one spectator. So <laughs> it, it, it really just shows kind of where the game is and, and ultimately what he brings to it. And, you know, obviously one of my favorite, uh, you know, traditions in Vegas is, you know, come Masters week to kind oh, of scroll gosh. through the odds and, and see which shops offering, you know, six to one on Tiger to win, the, you know, win the Masters like it's, you know, 1999 and he's in, in his prime. So, um, you know, I may have a tweet or two about that, but uh, <laughs> when you when you're looking when you're looking to, to bet the Masters, you know, you want to find a book that has the best theoretical hold. And what that means for the average listener is, you know, the lower the theoretical hold, the better odds you're going to get us better right. and you know there was somebody who was chirping me yesterday on twitter which you know, doesn't 
it doesn't happen very often if, if, yes, if you can actually yeah. believe that. But, um, you know, he said he would come down to Circa and bet if we had, you know, a 15% theoretical hold. And, you know, I said, well, you know, check our master's book. It's 15% and dropping. So, um, you know, crickets on that response. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it seems like we've gotten plenty of other play in the pool. And, you know, Jeff Davis, uh, who runs our golf department, he does a fantastic job. And, you know, we'll continue to go lower as we get to the tournament. So golf betting at Circa here is, is, is thriving much like, uh, you know, events in Vegas and Mm -hmm. yeah, we, uh, we look forward to continue writing bets, which seems to be the, uh, antithesis of most operators in this industry. (laughs) Jeffrey, you guys have bar Canada at the D you guys have a lot of Canadians. You're, Jeffrey, you know, you're, you're Derek Stevens being from almost Canada in, 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 in Detroit, in Michigan. What's the hockey betting like right now? Because a lot of people, including myself are finding quite a bit of success betting on hockey. And I feel like there's more interest right now in betting on hockey. Is that what you guys are seeing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think it really boils down to how the Knights are doing, uh, given that we're such a hockey centric city Mm. I saw last year when the Knights didn't make the playoffs and when they were having a little bit of a down year, we saw less hockey betting than we traditionally saw had the Knights been, you know, at the top of the division in the playoffs, you know, fighting for a Stanley Cup championship. So I think that was really the first year we saw maybe a little bit of a decrease uh, in terms of interest, both particularly in the Knights and hockey in general, just because they had a down year. But given that they're having a good year now, um, definitely seen some increased interest this year and, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, we've, we've turned into a hockey city and, uh, you know, betters are certainly flocking to the window and, you know, they love the, the night's props and, and the shots on goal and the player points and, and things like that. So it's certainly been a fun development and anytime the nights are good, um, you know, that means increased handle for the books and, and, and a yeah. win-win for everybody involved. Um, get Davis on it, uh, with the, uh, Stanley Cup exact the police. We we promoted that. We talked about it. We bet it ourselves for the Super Bowl. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> we took we we told everybody, look at circus prices and look at the rest of the world. Um, you know, anytime now would be good. Um, if you want me to text Jeff uh, Davis myself, I will, but let's get to work on that exact. Last one for me, because I know you're a busy guy and you probably gotta go get on Twitter and fight some battle with somebody <laughs> or some shit somewhere. What's it like to have a parody account of yourself on Twitter? Because I don't know who this person is, but I cannot believe that you have a parody account on the Twitter space. You know, my mom didn't really think I'd made it in in the industry until I showed her that account, but she's, she's, she's now able to express some good sentiments to to her, her friends uh, that her son has made it in the industry. That is phenomenal. Jeffrey, thank you for the time, man. Awesome to have you on. We'll do it again very soon, right? Thanks, guys. That is Jeffrey Benson at Jeffrey Benson 12 from Circa Sports, Vegas, Iowa, Colorado. Good stuff with Circa joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Uh, It is Beffrey Jensen. Is the fake Switch account? The B and the yes. G. <laughs> yes, that is the parody account. I have had multiple Twitter accounts that have been fake of me over my life. It's fun in the beginning, and then it's really annoying. I will admit, it gets oh, yeah, very, yeah. it gets very annoying very fast because then people oh. start to. Because th- I had somebody, I never took at Matt Peralt, so I had somebody who took at Matt Peralt and they would tweet at people, and so like 
at Dave Sherapan. I'm assuming he's available. But the guy's not Matt Peralt. No, it's just someone took the name. Yeah, and then would tweet at my guests on radio and tweet at people that I worked with and you know people. I, I had one coworker come at me once and be like, "What the hell do you say about me on Twitter?" It's like, "What are you talking about?" At Matt Peralt, I'm like, "That's not me. Like, that's not me. It's never been me." 2012 at Sports Talk Matt for 10 years. I've had that handle. Unbelievable. Yeah. So it's I, I it's fun in the beginning. And then it gets to be a little bit. Eh. <laughs> By the way, you jinx Tiger. You you asked the question about Tiger and he turned around and bogeyed the sixth hole. His back, the front, but his back nine. Oh. He's one under for the tournament. The cut line is even. He needs to finish strong, but the problem is he didn't he birdied eight last uh, yesterday so if he could birdie eight that'd be big he got hot on 16 17 18 yesterday he started Wait, he's, playing, he's, he's only got three holes left yeah he started on the back oh no so he birdied six he birdied 17 today he birdied 14 today but he bogeyed 12 and 13 now he's bogeyed six so he's got three holes left the seventh the eighth and the ninth they're difficult holes he needs to at least get pars. He can't drop anything more because the projected cut line being even, but all the leaders haven't teed off yet. So, uh, oh, I guess not true. Kevin Mitchell has, but the yesterday's leaders, Kevin, you know, Max Hama and John Rahm, uh, Matt Kuchar, they've not teed off yet. So a lot of big names still to come, and the line might rise up to, to minus one. So oh, even though gosh. it's even okay. right now, Tiger's in right now but there's no guarantee that he's going to be in if this thing goes to even and he, and he or to one under and he drops to even. So a couple of big holes here for tiger. I, I am, I've been chopping at the bit to talk about this today. Can I, before you, before you start, can I yes. just run off the initial list of names? hundred percent. Call Friday. Please? Go crazy. Because we got a big crowd in here. Let's and go. We welcome all of you. Thank you. Brigade doing the job, not just during the show, in the chat, in the Discord, on the email, askthebvb at gmail.com, all this stuff, but just doing these little videos. Mikey, awesome. I can't even believe it. Mr. Holland had his opus. I have me making crazy sounds, especially <laughs> on Roll Call Friday. Matthew Smith, Chris, a.k.a. PSU Auto, Maiden Focus, the horse guy, Whitrock, Kevin Whitrock, C. Bass, Anthony. Danny Elliott, Shane Tuck, Addison, always here and present, accounted for, sir. JC from KC, Jimmy Jack with four Ks, Eron, Sean. Oh, my goodness, Sonic. The work the boys doing with the graphics, with the Roll Call Friday graphics, unbelievable work, <laughs> sir. Unbelievable. Um, Curtis T in the house. Did you see Rainmaker 512 do a video this morning from somewhere and posted it on the Twitter for Roll Call Friday? Love it, Rainmaker. Pre-show video for him. Brommel Camp, hold it down in Iowa. We're going to get Brommel Camp on the show if Iowa keeps winning. Uh, Chris D, we got who else is here? Andrew Gonzalez, Trent Junk, Kevin Roper, Roginator. Hold it down as always. Um, let's see, let's see, let's keep scrolling. I gotta get glasses. I gotta be too far away. Nate S. Francisco Ochoa. I gotta get Francisco that hat. He uh, wants the green model with the gold V. Hmm. Pretty sharp. P. Ralt rocks that one all the time. We're gonna hmm. get you that hat. 
Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Pierre Chevalier, uh, as always. <laughs> We're doing Pierre hat changes Rosano. in the first ten. We're doing our own versions of GIF now. Roger We're calling, him, We're calling him Hift. Hat Hift. changes, half change in the first ten. <laughs> I got it. Cash it. I tried to do it. Latva, DJ Hooks. He's gonna play the music in the background along with Goroff. Mm. Uh, let's see that bet smart us Tyler's in as always. Uh, that's it right now, boys. Right. Landon, he got checking in from Hawaii. What's up? How about that? He's here. Oh, Merges just texted me. Our friend John Merges is here. B2 bar down. Big Nelly Buckets is here on a Friday. He's probably playing hooky from work. That's all right. Monday, it's an off day. Everybody's off on Monday for President's Day. So start the weekend early. P-Roll starts at every Friday at what, 5 o'clock, you said? P.M., yes. 5 o'clock P.M., Eastern, mm, Pacific, yeah. wherever you're at. He starts it on Friday. We we run the week Monday through Friday. Saturday, <laughs> that's what we do in the book. Um, that's it right now. Brandon Walton. I'll try to catch the new names as we as we go by. Jay Dow Betts, as always. Mrs. Jay Dow Betts. Hopefully, uh, he had a good Valentine's Day. Him and her title shots for everybody. <laughs> Shane Tuck. B2 bar down. I think that's it right now. I'm exhausted. There's a sports grid swear edit. I don't know. Well, we chances are we're going to get to there. <laughs> we're never getting off late night. <laughs> no, never getting off late night. Speaking of late night, by the way, mm. man. Well, I'll hold that. We'll get to that later. Why? We'll talk about YouTube TV later because it's, it, it's on the rundown. So it's, it's leading cool. the brigade to victory. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty, actually a pretty cool deal. All right. I can't believe this actually happened. Yeah. Wow. So if you guys watched the first round of Tiger and JT and Rory. Yeah. These are three guys who are very good friends. Good friends. They hang out. Off the course, they play non-competitive golf together. They they kibitz and have fun with each other all the time. I'm going to guess they probably gamble a little bit on the golf. 100%. Course. I know they do. Yeah. So, yeah. and I know people who have been around them when they are. And they just they get going, and they're just normal guys. All right? They are superstar athletes. That's they all. are millionaires. Yeah. Okay? But they're just guys. Tiger Woods outdrove Justin Thomas on one of their holes yesterday, earlier in the round. Which he probably doesn't do that much anymore. He probably used to do it all the time. Right. No, it's it's, it's a rarity. Tiger was killing the ball yesterday. He was killing the ball today, actually, too. Right. Just knocking 325 off the tee. Amazing. Damn. Love that. Drilling the ball. So Tiger Woods outdrives Justin Thomas, and to rib him, Oh. He grabs a tampon and he walks up close to him and he slowly hands it to him. <laughs> just slowly. See, as you hear on the screen, he's just slowly oh, giving. Boy. And Justin Thomas is dying laughing. He thinks this is the funniest thing in the world. It is kind of funny. This has set off a fucking international crisis with certain people. Calling it sexist behavior. Oh, no. Calling it misogynistic. Misogynistic, that's a big word. And not getting the gag. You have daughters, I have a daughter. Oh. I am the son of a feminist. My oh. mother was 18 years old. Oh, yeah. At some point, it's just fucking funny. At some oh. point, it's just two guys having a little laugh with each other, and no one's making some big geopolitical statement about women can't do what men do, and if you bled once a month, you wouldn't make that joke. Like, can we just... Somebody, somebody said that? Yes. 
Somebody hey. said, you know, hey, if you spent three months of the year bleeding, you wouldn't find it funny to joke about tampons. Oh, my. And I'm like, you know what, what guys? What are we doing? What are at we doing? some point, can we just lighten up just a little bit on this? Please. It's just two guys having fun with each other. They're just uh, they're just making a joke. It's just prop comedy. It's just a it's funny to certain people. If you don't find it funny, that's your right. But let's not set off the nuclear alarms oh, that this is some monster awful moment that Tiger's daughter. The tiger doesn't love his daughter or tiger doesn't understand women. It's just two guys on the golf course. Do you understand what some of the things my friends have done on the golf course that if it went public, it would be, it's way worse than this. I tell you that it's just joking around. No one's trying to make people out to be villains here. No one's trying to like, I don't understand why you're trying to make tiger. He had to issue a public statement after the round. As he did? To what he, yes. Yeah. He basically said an apology because it's an international incident that Tiger Woods made a joke to one of his good friends because he outdrove him. Unbelievable. I, I I mean, let's let's just welcome in a couple more. B Rubble 44. What's up? Chef Benny, I forgot to say hello to Adam Pyatt. If this is not the BVB brigade, I don't know what is. He just said, meeting canceled, beer cracked. I'm here. Like, let's go. I love it. I just got a check in from Kendall. She's at the airport watching the show. Hi, Kendall. Have a safe flight. Keep Mama calm. Mama's yeah. getting very nervous. When once I'm you get to the it. once you get to the, the gate, though, it's all good. Once you get to the gate, everybody can calm down. They got more chargers and more things, but I guarantee you know what else they have in their backs? What? Tampons. <laughs> we got more tampons in this house. That's Listen, fine. The, the, I need a sponsorship for the tampons. We got more feminine products. I did this but on the routine on cash consideration. Point, we got wings. This is not about flow. tampons. This is not. A, this is just but about a, a good-natured ribbing, of just saying hi, Sally. You ever play golf and someone call you a Sally? Hit uh, it, Sally. Yeah, multiple times. When you leave a putt short. Yes. When you. When, All when right. You, like when, when you, it's not making you know. some. I mean, I've heard women say that to other guys. Hit the ball, Sally. Oh. It's not some like proclamation about that we're downplaying women or keeping them down. At some point, you just gotta oh, laugh. You just gotta laugh. It's Listen. just a, it's happening on a golf tournament. You know, the PGA Tour. Tiger did this. I think it's hysterically funny. Listen, Tiger's forty-seven, right? Yep, forty-six. Yeah, forty-six. Do you think he's earned the right to kind of just do what he wants and have fun? I mean, this is it. Right. He's on the back end. I don't know how many more tournaments he's going to play. He doesn't he know say, on top of that. He doesn't know how many more tournaments he's going to play. But he ain't going to play if he can't be competitive in his mind, right? right? You said yeah. that yesterday. Right. He said it at the press conference. He means it. So you're going to give Tiger Woods shit for having fun with the boys out on a golf course? We ain't going to have Tiger Woods on a golf course anymore. Very soon. Yeah. Amen. Right? Like, yeah. Like, what are we getting so upset for? I don't know if they're trying to make a story for themselves to be the story by Outed, getting yes. this outrage and all this yes. other stuff. Like, calm down. I mean, on the on the baseball diamond, there's certain things you say, you rib, you tease, you make fun of. In football, it's just kind of part of sports. 
that making fun of your friends and your teammates, and I know he's competing against Justin Thomas, but these are his guys. When Tiger Woods first started playing golf, Tiger Woods wouldn't talk to his opponent for the entire round. He got furiously mad if his caddy talked to another caddy during the round. He Ooh. wanted them to be shut up. I see. Focus. Ooh. Don't talk. No, no conversation. Just be locked in on only doing one thing. Damn. And he's even said that it took away some of the opportunity to experience or have joy in the moment. And now he's trying to allow that. This morning, walking through the gallery, Tiger stopped and someone said, go get him, Tiger. He said, thanks, man. Tiger would never do that. Yesterday, he said, I didn't acknowledge the gallery enough. I really apologize. You guys came out to watch me and I was really focused. I'll, I want to interact more. And so he stopped and talked to a guy. He said, thank you very much. I appreciate it. That's not like Tiger would ever do that. He's trying to have fun. Can we not make it into an international crisis because he's making fun of one of his friends? Just seem overblown. That's Ugh, I it's saw just that. so. I saw nuts. that on the rundown, and I clicked the first headline, and I was like, "Man, I can't even believe we're going to talk about this." Like, people are going to, you know, people are going to be mad at Tiger for a lot of things. He did a lot of bad things too. Yes, he did. I mean, yeah. he's, you know, he's he's come around. Like he's had a rough this, life in a lot of ways. Yes, you know, he made he was rough for himself. Like he made it himself rough. Yes. Like it wasn't like he was a victim of stuff. He's doing a lot of crazy shit. So now mm -hmm. you're going to do something, and people are going to look to take him down. When you get up to the top, everybody looks to take you down, and uh, they forget the way up. And who knows what, man? I just I like just let him play golf. Let him have fun. Please. All right. So I made the switch yesterday. Yep. And for those of you guys, I'm not advocating, I'm not getting paid by YouTube TV by any means, but I'm just going to say this. It's really easy to watch Sports Grid, like really, really easy to watch Sports Grid. Oh, if you get for the, sure. If you get the sports tier, now it's not on the main tier for YouTube TV, but the sports tier gives you all the sports channels. Sports right. Grid is a part of it. Yep. It's really easy to tape BVB. It's really easy to watch BVB, really easy to watch Sports Grid and all their programming. And They've got the Sunday ticket. This is going to be a very interesting switch for sports fans. Now, there's definitely going to be an age cutoff as to who's going to be comfortable with this. Maybe. But, but streaming only, I made it seven years ago when I moved here. I did it for a year. The internet wasn't fully there yet. Now I, I've made the first switch. I canceled my DirecTV last night, and I'm straight streaming everything, and so far, so good. It's very, I'll be very curious to see how many people are going to do this switch and how many people are going to jump on a YouTube TV. Would you consider it? As long as, as long as the, the boss signs off on it, I, I have no say of anything that goes on in this house. Um, <laughs> I don't want any more passwords. I know that if I could get it without a passwords or just automatically populate the password. So I don't have to think I can just put it on and go. Yeah. yeah. I don't more know. Passwords. Maybe. Probably more passwords, yeah, probably. Damn it. Hate but, the passwords. But you only have one method of watching things. So no more source going back and forth. You're going to stream everything. So like ESPN Plus, which I watch more on my phone than my TVs, mm. like you're going to watch Tiger play golf today. The only place to watch Tiger play golf today was on ESPN Plus. So right. they, they had the, the, they called it the featured group. So they had a bunch of streaming and you watch, I mean, thousands were watching it today on ESPN plus, including myself. So yes, you could talk about, are, am I going to save money in the long run? I don't know. I mean, I pay for a million services now. I mean, I pay for 
YouTube TV. I play for, I pay for ESPN plus I pay for Disney plus I pay for, you know, just so like it all adds up. So I'm not really doing it for a money thing. It's all a la carte now though. Yeah. You're getting what I want the stuff you want, which is beautiful, which is, and you know, I'm still buying things on YouTube TV that I'll never watch. There's still right. channels I'll skip past right. that I'll never pay attention to, but it's far less than what I was paying with direct TV and I'll buy the major league baseball package and everything else. I bring this up one, because I made the switch Two, it's easy to watch BVB live. If you go get YouTube TV with the sports package, it's very easy to watch our show, right. which we want to talk about that. But the Super Bowl is being talked about as going pay-per-view at some point in the future. Holy shit. So it, Whoa. Amazon, Facebook, you think that would work. They're talking. I mean, we're talking about these streaming services are all, kicking the tires on whether or not the NFL would sell them the Super Bowl and you'd have to pay to watch the Super Bowl. Would you pay to watch the Super Bowl? It's a Super Bowl. What else am I going to watch? <laughs> That's the point, right? I mean, what I, I mean, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl one way or the other. Like it's the Super Bowl. I just um how many people will say no? I don't know. Boomer Esiason said this morning on his show that the the congressional committees will never allow it. That oh, because of the antitrust stuff. That Congress would come in and crack down on the NFL and say, nope, you're not going to do this. Well, you can do that, but now you can't have that antitrust exemption. Right. Like, you know, they'll 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 use that. The political move was you know, because them having the antitrust exemption is a huge deal for them to be successful as a business. 100%. So now allowing that would, you know, keep the, I don't know. That's an interesting thing. That's a, that's a lawyer question. That's uh wow. The NFL's had this antitrust exemption since 1960, since the sixties, early sixties. So we're talking 50 years later, they've enjoyed this. It's blown up, 60. but but people are going to make this phone call to their congressperson, their their representative, their senator, if they can't watch <laughs> the NFL. Auntie just came in and said, Auntie with nine E's behind Westminster dog show over Super Bowl. If I have to pay to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> Full of shit. I mean, I think people ball. would pay. I mean, it's not like you would pay per view per se. Like you would pay for Amazon Prime and they have the Super Bowl. You'd pay for ESPN Plus. They have the Super Bowl. So it wouldn't so, be like a fight. It wouldn't be ninety nine. No, I mean, for every place you they got. might make it available like that. They might do that where they say, hey, if you don't want to subscribe to the monthly fee, you can pay for a one one time charge to watch the Super Bowl. Mm. And it might be five dollars. It might be ten dollars. It might be something very reasonable. But. We're talking about the number one sporting event, number one television show, period, out there right now. And the NFL might say at some point, advertising dollars, we can make more money charging the audience than we can charging the advertisers. Because we're still charged the advertisers. Don't get me wrong. We're still going to charge the advertisers. Oh, my God. That's still going to happen. What are they going to charge? I it's mean, a great question. So expensive. Now, what are they going to charge the advertisers? Well, it would drop, right? The advertising cost. I don't know. Drop. No, it would, would it? because, yeah, because the audience is going to drop. There's no debate that if you put this thing behind a paywall, you're going to see a gigantic drop in 
number of people watching. So the ad revenue would change. But like we've seen this at the Super Bowl. What did we say? Who had the biggest stages at the Super Bowl? This all past the, Super Bowl in Phoenix was the books. It was all the sports books, right? Yeah. So that means people aren't spending the same way that no. they used to. Like no. Sleep Number was all. there. We were like, why is there a why is Sleep Number here? But there used to be a lot of that going on. We used to see way more celebrities walk around pitching products before right. COVID than we did after COVID. I can't tell you how many dumb interviews I've done in my career with somebody pitching something during the week of the Super Bowl, some new chip, some new deodorant, some new whatever. Like the Old Spice guy was there, but they weren't there with like five people. They were there for one or two days, and I fist bumped the mascot on the way down the escalator. But like they were there, right? But there normally there's like 15 of those going on, and we haven't seen that post COVID. So clearly, you know, New York, Madison Avenue, LA, the Chicago, the big firms are not valuing Media Week and Radio Row and the Super not like Bowl. They used to, not like they used to, right? Yeah, maybe it doesn't have as much impact, but those Super Bowl commercials are gold. Um, and they charge a zillion dollars for those. They do. I mean, literally a zillion with a Z. And I don't even know what that means as far as number of zeros behind it. But my yeah. goodness, um, I don't know. That's uh, boy. If uh, if the Super Bowl would come and go from regular TV, that's a little come and go reference for all you guys in the Midwest. I'm there you go. One of those come and go hats at some point. Thanks, thanks, Butchie. Butchie re reminded me of the come and go just now. Um, I don't know. Let, let's let's just get the Super Bowl to Vegas first, please. We got 359 days till the Super Bowl's here. Traffic's going to be an absolute nightmare. That's no, I don't think so. I think it'll be clean by the time they know. I think they're, they're doing it all of it now because they know what's coming. They have to get it ready for February. Sorry, for November, for F1. Like, that's going to be the real nastiness. You know, that's the... That's the problem. That is the problem right now. That's during football season. That's shutting the strip down for a week. <laughs> okay. For a week. Not just Please, the strip. I don't want to go down there. Guys, not just the strip. For that, we're meeting off campus. We're not, not just, going anywhere close. To this. Not just the strip, the strip, by the way. It's also the, the roads behind the strip. Yes. So yes. The whole loop, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's the whole entire loop that we're talking about. So it's, it's problematic. So that's, they've got to get the construction oh. done before that because this oh, town's going to be at a standstill for that i'll be curious for march madness though march madness could be a problem regional final coming in it's going to be yeah, that whole corners it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's it's that you can't go there you, yeah. you have to use alternate routes well alternate routes are streets just leaving the airport was today was a nightmare yeah, it's tough. It's 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 not fun. All right, so we're into the NBA All Star break after tonight. Oh no, clown clown MB three just said I jinxed I jinxed Tiger. He he got another boat. He's back to even going into the last hole right now. Yeah, he's in trouble. Yep, he's in real trouble. What's the cut going to be? Even it might be it might be under par. He's not going to make it if he's even. Well, the cut line is even par, but if it goes to if it goes to one under, he's in trouble. You know, so he's. Two of the last three holes, he's bogeyed. Yesterday on the ninth, he parred it, so maybe he can get in with an even and then sweat it out and see where the cut line goes. But as of right now, he's in. 
but oh, he's boy. in on the number. So if you bet yeah. Tiger to miss the cut, you got to feel somewhat okay about it because there's a lot of golfers who have yet to go and play. Right. So the line could go to minus one, but that's a bummer that he bogeyed. He cannot bogey the next hole. He bogeys no. the next hole. He's done. He'll, done. he'll miss. He'll miss the weekend. So keep us posted nine, in the chat, boys. Yeah, please. If he bogeys nine, Tiger won't play the weekend. That will be right. a bummer because I look forward to watching him play. So, did you see what the NFL, what the NBA announced this morning with how they're doing the draft for the team Giannis and team <laughs> LeBron? Hold on, this is unbelievable. I, you sent this and I read it and I was like, uh, I might sit back and let put the listening glasses on, switch hats back to the circa hats because it looks good because I ain't gonna say much. Go ahead, go ahead. The NBA is trying to avoid having the feelings of the last pick in the NBA All Star draft having their feelings hurt. So. They're going to instead, they're going to draft the reserved players first. And <laughs> then they're going to draft the starters. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> How do you draft the worst players first and then the best players last? This is like filling out a roster on a game. Like, this is like filling out your fantasy football roster out on like DraftKings or something where you're like, okay, I need a kicker. I need a fly. I need a tight end slash, yeah. you know, receiver yeah. I need two running backs. Yeah. Like this is the dumbest thing I've heard the NBA do in a long time. These what guys are millionaires. Every what? single one of them is a millionaire. Every single one of them is an all-star millionaire who is a 0.00001% of the athletes in the world type of talent. They're worried about their feelings. If they get drafted last, I can guarantee you that there's nobody that's going to be drafted that's there is worried about this. It's a weird thing to kind of go, oh, well, we don't want to be. You ever been picked last in a game? Cool. Everyone has. In some game, in some process, yes, absolutely. Some pickup game, some golf game, absolutely. Everybody's picked last. I liked it's, it. It, proved, it pissed me off. Let's go. I'll go prove you wrong. Motivation uh, to go see, shut them that's, up. That's one way of looking at it. That's a good way of looking at it. Who gives a shit? I can't believe the NBA is this concerned about like, it. Like, I was like, I saw this. I, I, I saw this in the rundown. I said, oh, this is the P roll may go off on this, but like, this is silly. <laughs> this, is this, silly. Is, this is silly. What are we doing? You're millionaires. No one cares. Like, just, just pick. I mean, don't do this then. If you're worried about somebody's, if someone's this charm and soft that they're worried about being picked last, don't do it. Don't do a game. Like you're manufacturing the all-star game. It's not real, but pick up basketball games. Everyone does it. So you're trying to copy the way the game is played, which I like have team captain LeBron team captain Giannis, who's now hurt by the way. And you yeah. have them draft and you have them go ahead and build a team and then go play. Yeah. It's someone's got to be last. Someone has it's, to be last. It nobody cares. I guarantee not one not one guy in there is worried about it. And in fact, if he is, he's going to chirp about it all game. If he's having a good game, he's going to get shit for it. If he doesn't have a good game, that's why I picked you last. In a month, when those two teams are playing each other, he's going to. I told you that's why I picked you last, and this and that. It'll go back and forth, but that's just that's just so if, you, if you're tough. picked for, by this logic, if you're picked first, that means you're the worst player the, on the, the roster, right? No, you're the best reserve. 
what does that mean? How do you even quantify that? You're the best reserve, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, I would think. How does it even work? I will, well, you're not good enough to be a starter. Oh, but you're the best reserve. You're the sixth man. So I think you're picking six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Right? The, the last guy picked in the reserves is the last guy picked in a draft. I would think, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm either. not even. Are you going to watch this? I don't even watch. Zero. This. No. No. No interest. Zero at all. chance. The NBA also decided to discipline the referees at the end of the Celtics and Lakers game. Discipline them for missing the call. Can you believe this? They actually came out and said they have disciplined. Adam Silver said Friday in an interview with ESPN, quote, we don't publicize discipline for officials. We don't think that would be appropriate. But their assignments are affected by the quality of their calls, whether or not they progress into the playoffs, and then round by round is impacted by the accuracy of their calls and their demeanor on the floor. So there's a system for overseeing and making these judgments about officials. But more to your earlier point about getting the calls right, that's, again, not a new issue. I mean, LeBron James literally, this is like, this reeks of LeBron James calling up Adam Silver and saying, I'm not getting these calls. Really? I'm not getting the calls. You got you got to do something, man. Like, like you got to can't let something. me. I'm a meme now because I was crying on the floor of the garden. Everyone's everyone's making man, pictures. He went of down me. on two knees. And went down. He went. <laughs> I mean, like I was worried. Like, whoa! Did he throw his back out? Is he is he okay? Is he right. gonna get up? I mean, calm down. Like Adam, you got to make you got to back me up now. Like my, you have to show that my my reaction was justified. It's just strange. <laughs> how you're going to discipline the official like a week later. It doesn't do anything for the guy that bet him. It no. does nothing for the team in the league that it costs the game. Nope. It's almost like it, it, too little, too late. Like what, why even put this out? Just tell the guy on his side, I got to find you. You got to call those fouls when we tell, I mean, that's a foul. Like you missed it. Yeah, what, what, is, what is the purpose of putting it out in the media to placate LeBron? Oh, come on. Oh, no, absolutely. This is to placate LeBron. This is to make LeBron feel like I heard you, LeBron. You oh, went over the over the top and you, you know, had to have all these things. So oh. we, we did what you asked. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. It's, that's that. Like you say, that's interesting. <laughs> it's LeBron. Man. It's why people don't like the guy. It's why there's been this, you know, there's a lot of people who find LeBron to be completely and totally obnoxious. <laughs> and this is one of the examples of the league doing all these different things to make sure that LeBron, Hey, we heard you. We, we understand you're upset. You're mad. Okay, we missed the call. We will discipline the referees, Mr. King. Self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed. Sean just came up with one of the funniest lines I've ever read in the chat. Uh-oh. Uh, it's it's just too good. I, I can't even I, – I don't even – it's already gone off my screen. I don't even want to do it justice by by saying it wrong. Go back and scroll if you're watching the show live and find the, find the chat. What he run Sean said, uh, the graphic looks like it's too funny. Oh, my God. Is this the no call when he legit took three full steps and no travel was called? A little further up, I think, from that, Eron Sean. Uh, oh, this is from the Dan Lebetard show. Adam Silver looks like the wooden spoon that comes with an Italian ice. <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's great. What the? 
He does. Put that picture back on the screen, Farah. Put put silver picture back on the screen. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so true. <laughs> That's a great line. Oh, call him Scrape now. Stop! 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 The line was good enough. Stop! Stop! Scrape. Why call him Scrape? Looks like the wooden spoon for an Italian ice. I hated those things. Oh yeah, those sucked. And on hoodsy cups, they're even more annoying on hoodsy cups. Because the hoodsy cup would flip over. Because I hate that thing when it flipped. It was so when you eat one side and flip. Hated those things. Oh, yeah, God. my computer going crazy again. All right. Uh, so Giannis got hurt yesterday. Hurt his hand. Hurt his wrist. I saw that. In Chicago. Last yeah. game for the All-Star break. He's playing. Give him props for playing and not sitting out. But he got hit. Went to the floor. Hurt his wrist. This is doing a whole lot to the skills competition. Most of the markets are off the board at certain books. And the line has moved to Team LeBron minus three for the All-Star game. Yeah for this how big if he's out a while how big could this be not forget the all-star game oh it's just for the big. season it's, I mean, it, it, it's big for the second half or right it's not even a second half it's we're at the we're at the three-quarter point right yeah we're much. way past we that got, it's the sprint to the end now yep. forget about the the you know the the halfway point um i mean it is what it is for sunday and yeah, for Saturday night, right. it's that that doesn't matter. I think, um, I said it yesterday. I still think Boston and Milwaukee are the two best teams in the East, and nobody in the East is beating them in a seven game series. They're going to play each other in the Eastern Conference Finals at the way it looks right now. Agreed. I want to find a team you can come into my book and bet all the Cleveland you want, the Heat, the Knicks, all that other shit. Good luck. The, Washington's looking like they're figuring something out. They're playing really well on the road. Maybe they make some noise. I don't think they're beating either Boston or Milwaukee in a seven-game series. But now this puts, believe it or not, this tilts the scale in the Celtics' favor even more now. So why I wore the hat? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, this it puts even more. I mean, if we're in the book today and I come in and go, do you see Giannis got hurt? Move the number down on the Celtics. Just move the damn number. <laughs> do it. You got to do it. Yep. Annoying as hell. A uh, quick update from a story that we did yesterday on the Bally's regionals going belly up. The Athletic today wrote a really big story talking to Rob Manfred. This is something that somebody, people were writing this in the chat yesterday as I was watching the show on Sports Grid. Fair, I put the chat up and so I missed this, but so many people had already talked about this. Could be a really interesting opportunity. And it does highlight the fact that YouTube TV is in a fight with the MLB network, but the MLB network one day, you might forget about the regionals. You may watch all of your teams, your games through an MLB app on your television set through MLB, the MLB channel and MLB.tv where you can pick and choose. The point is major league baseball is ready to take back the rights for all the games that are given out to the regional sports networks to take them back without the run, blackouts and run it themselves. Yeah. And, and without the blackouts, he said, I hope I'll sign up to... for that right now. We can Amen. stop the show. Yes. If there's something <laughs> that is, listen, if there's something 
that's available right now. And you can tell me I can watch any game I want, mm-hmm. whenever I want, on whatever device I want. I will sign up for it now. I won't even ask what the price is. I'll find out that as I do it. 30 teams, 30 teams available is the dream. He said, quote, I hope we get to the point where on the digital side, when you go to MLB.tv, when you buy whatever the heck you want, you buy the out-of-market package, you buy local games, you buy two sets of local games, whatever you want. I mean, that is, to me, the definition of what is going to be the value to be a valuable digital offering going forward. He said, we've taken, he said, we've taken those preparations about the RSNs going belly up very seriously. We know that we can produce games in the event that Bally's is not broadcasting. We know that we can put those games on in a conjunction with MLB.tv digitally. And we are in the process of trying to work out arrangements that will put us in the position to make those games available within the cable bundle as well. So they're going to, MLB is going to produce the games themselves the beautiful thing if MLB.tv does this, they're not a 24-7 network. They're like us, right? We come on the air. We do the show. When we start, when we go off, it doesn't matter. We control the content. MLB.tv does the same thing. When the game starts, whether it be 4 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, whatever time the game starts, right. that's when the game goes live. You don't need to produce this 24-hour cycle that the RSNs have to do because they're on cable networks and they can't go black for 5, 10, 15 hours a day and only have pre-game, post-game, and game broadcasts available. This is brilliant. If this is what ends up happening. This is what will be the copy point at some point. The regional sports network business model very well might be dying in front of our wow. eyes. Yeah. Because those wow. networks, all they all exist for the games, right? Like when you're watching games on your regional sports network, the whole point is to watch the games. All the other stuff is like, you know, there's morning shows, there's, you know, afternoon shows, there's sports talk shows that are on there, but it's not about the reason why they exist. It's for the games, the Red Sox and the Bruins own Nesson. Red Sox own 90% Bruins, I believe own 10%, okay. but they're there for their games. That's why right. they, the New England okay. sports network was created to distribute the games. So now if you're going to say, Hey, look at, if you're a, a Red Sox fan in California or a Red Sox fan in Boston, you both have the same right to buy the games and you don't have to watch Nesson. You don't have to watch that. So you can go ahead and buy it whenever you want. What's the benefit of having Nesson? There's not anything keeping you watching those networks. Wow. And they can do all the sports gambling advertising that they want and they keep all of it. Another wrinkle. <laughs> they keep all of it. Your wow. official part, your official partners of major league baseball one, the value of your purchases went sky high. Mm-hmm. But two, you're now in you're in there. You're not buying any regional packages. You're not buying local spots. You're just buying national through MLB and your spots are going and into it's those games. Live. Yeah. You're gonna watch the games when the games are on. It's the last thing left. Yep. People watch live. They don't fast forward the commercials mm-hmm. unless they let the game start and rewind it mm-hmm. and watch it and try to catch up, which a lot of people do, and that's a good move. My daughter um, asked me yesterday, "Can I?" we're watching a hockey game, and she goes, is this live? Can I fast-forward this? It's like, that's the world you live in. All the time. They ask that all the time. They don't watch nothing live. Like, all these people to talk about the powers of these commercials and stuff, I'm like, do you have kids? Like, there ain't nobody watching these this stuff. I mean, we do because I, I know. trained to do, it, yeah. Like, 
um, it's it, it has to be popped up into their feed, like and it not able to skip, you know, for them to see an ad. I went and did a show for um, AT and T Sportsnet in Pittsburgh last year. Yeah, I did that baseball gambling show for the Pirates, mm-hmm. and um, met a lot of great people that would be greatly affected by these things. Like if they don't have regional sports networks, because they do unbelievable work package wise Mm -hmm. stories behind the scenes. There's more to the games. They humanize the players, the front office, the ticket takers. There's so much more to just the games. And I think that's what I'm thinking about right now would be lost. It would, but I think the average sports fan doesn't care. This is true. That's I was just going to say if that it went, if it went away, I mean, I think they like it, but there's so many like you would just pivot to to put everything online. You would still do those packages. You'd still do those those interest stories, but you just put them in different places and you could still do it. You could build a whole team page for the Pittsburgh Pirates and have all those humanization humanization type of stories being done those human interest stories going to someone's you know high school meeting their high school coach seeing where they came from seeing how they grew up what town they Do came from you like from. that stuff I like it depending on the story yeah i mean it definitely gives you a better perspective as to I who the player is i love it i love yeah. the stories if it's done right stories you know like there's a lot of people talking about this golf thing that's on netflix and this driving yeah. thing that's on netflix and how they may go that route now. Like there may be a though like the 24 sevens and stuff. They'll do it themselves, right? They I don't know if they'll put it on maybe they'll put it on the team sites and stuff, but it'll be interesting to see the distribution for that if they're gonna do those things. I just think it 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 makes everybody talks about how the gambling makes the game mean more. I mean, some of these companies are putting it right in their promotion. Make every moment mean more by betting right. on it. doesn't have anything to do with the fucking betting. It, it, it's sports. It's stories like this. So for some people, it is the betting. It will make mm-hmm. it more. But for other people, you spend the summer with your team. You know, you did it in Boston. We did it still do it. For growing I still up. do it's, it now. You, 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 you know, who it's they my play daily friend. It's my daily friend. It always it's is. It's always there. It's always it on. Rains, yeah, you know, it's on it... either a TV, my phone, a tablet. Like, the game's always on in my house, just in some form or fashion. Yeah. It's always the on. games really do bring us together. I mean, and like, you know, we just beyond blessed to do shows like this. It's just, it's, it's phenomenal. I hope whatever comes out of it. I want to watch all the games when I want to watch them. Amen. I just, I, 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 I mean, we lived here. I've lived here 20 years. I told you when I first moved here from Phoenix, I called them up and said, why are all these games blacked out? Sir, you live in a market where six teams are blacked out. I said, there's only 30 teams. I said, six, I can't watch. I got Sportsnet LA or whatever, Fox yep. Sports, whatever it was. Yep. So yeah. I got to see Vin Scully and listen to Vin Scully for his last few years of doing games. It was right. awesome. But I couldn't see them other teams. And I was like, and they just, they were like, I called the commissioner's office. I said, I want a That's- 20% discount. Six out of 30 is 20%. Sorry. Take 20% off my bill. They did what you just did. No, sorry. No, sorry. Try again. Thank you very much. Appreciate you coming. 25 bucks a month. Here you go. Here's the bill. And I pay it. And I, I paid it every year for years. And I don't care as much as when the Red Sox go to those six teams. Like I didn't, because it blocks out the Major League Baseball package. Right. 
So like my anger, I don't care if you black it out on cable, I'm paying you for MLB.tv. Oh no, you can't watch it on MLB.tv either. Wait a minute. Red Sox are playing, there's six teams. They're going to play 40 games, right? right? Um, that's a fifth of the season. Yep. I can't watch a fifth of the season and I'm paying you 25 bucks a month. Hold it's, on. It's even less now with the uh, the way the thing. Correct. Yeah. Now it was right. You're going to see less of the games. That's what's playing games. more to teams. It's it's unbelievable Ridiculous. that they do that. So hopefully that does die. I, I I agree with you. Hopefully that does die. All right. Time for the wager wire market report. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Thank you. With our friends with wager wire. WagerWire empowers you to take control of your action and view your bets as a portfolio of assets that can be bought and sold at any time. Betters will soon be able to trade their bets through the WagerWire mobile app and partner sportsbook via apps. Via their integrated technology solution, you can jump in and out of future seasons, uh, futures all season, cash in on parlays before they bust and trade games in lines up to the buzzer, seamlessly sync your favorite sports books to track your real-time value of your bets, stack rewards, and play with celebrities or friends. Interested viewers of BVB should join one of the fastest-growing communities in sports betting at WagerWire on Twitter or go to wagerwire.com. Enter your email for updates and early access to the app when it launches soon. Okay, NHL futures. When are we getting involved, Dave? The Boston Bruins are five to one. The Colorado Avalanche, for some effed up reason, is seven to one, which I couldn't disagree with more, but fine. The Hurricanes are seven to one. The Maple Leaf, for some stupid reason, are 10 to one. No freaking way they're winning the cup. Yeah. 12 to one, Tampa. 14 yeah. to one, Rangers. Yeah. Edmonton, 15 to one. Dallas, 15 to one. Vegas, 15 to one. Yeah. And the Devils, 15 to one. When are we getting involved? We gotta do we gotta do the work this weekend. I was on with Irizarry this morning on mm -hmm. Better Sports Network. Colorado Avalanche have missed close to 300 games, man games from injury. And I'm going, okay, so we haven't really seen the full team. Um maybe that's why they're still up there. Okay, sure. I guess like maybe their path depending on the Pacific side, maybe a little easier. I, I don't know why they're higher, but we're getting involved. So two schools of thought, which one do you prefer? Mm. Get involved before the trade deadline or after the trade deadline? Because the numbers, depending on who moves to who, mm -hmm. a couple key pieces, whether it's a goaltender, a goal scorer, or some beast defenseman. Mm-hmm will push a team to drop a number and make another team's number higher. The NHL trade deadlines in March. It's it's yeah. it's, it's it's still a Always week away. and a half, two weeks, three almost three weeks away. You want to go before or after? Before. I like it. I do too. Because I think one you could telegraph what a team is going to do like if a team has a high potent offense but a bad goaltender most likely they're going to make a trade for a big goaltender you can anticipate that so i think you can potentially get value on a team that might be out there or a team that might get hot in the second half of the year or a team that might be selling and you can go ahead and go the other way with them 
Guys, put it in the chat right now. Who's your Western Conference representative in the Stanley Cup final? Um, How about this market? Good. Yeah. No, I'm just seeing a couple guys are saying Oilers. Um, Jimmy Jack said Rangers. But a Oilers need to make a trade for a goaltender. If the Oilers make a trade for a goalie, I might be interested. But Anti just came in and said, I just spent four minutes at two times speed. I'm live now, and you guys are talking so slow. (laughs) What? Jesus. Okay. Uh, How about this market from FanDuel? So FanDuel will let you bet over 90 points, 90 or more. Okay. 100 or more. Okay. 110 or more or 120 more. Okay. I mean, they won't let you bet the Bruins. (laughs) You you can't bet the Bruins until you get to the plus 120 point mark. <laughs> I mean, come on. they won't even let you bet the Bruins. You shouldn't let them bet the Bruins. 120 points or more. That's when you can finally bet the Boston Bruins if you want to get involved with the Boston Bruins. And and they they are going to do you a little bit of a favor because they're deciding they're going to make it completely outrageous. It's just minus 550. <laughs> To bet the Bruins over 120 points. How do they not get over 120 points? Oh, it's so the rest of the season. It's so good. By the the way, Tiger bogeyed the last hole. Oh, he bogeyed nine. He bogeyed six, eight, and nine. He's outside the cut. Tiger's not playing the weekend. Came down to the final hole, and Tiger will miss the cut. Somebody said he hit the pin. Did he? He He hit the pin. And it bounced away and he made a bogey. Oh no. Yeah. So oh, my. unless unless the cut line, unless the afternoon gets very difficult and the cut line goes to plus one, the projected cut is even and Tiger will miss the cut at his own tournament. So that sucks. That's I can't cut will that. move the plus one, Trent Young said. Wow. All right. Well, that if it does, that's yeah, enormous. It does. And the yeah. PGA tour might just be like, what if we just, you know, moved it by a dead day, one stroke? What's one stroke? Let's we'll just over. apologize for it uh, on Monday. <laughs> said, oh, yeah. we, we made the cut. We'll refund the bet. Should have been. Ah, you're right. It should have been <laughs> even. Well, we'll that's okay. Everybody watched over the weekend. I don't know. My huge. God. If Tiger makes the cut on the line, it would be monster. Yeah, right? he almost. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, yeah, his, putt, his putt hit the pin. Ugh, that stinks. Um. So, anyways. The exacted prices will come out when they're out. They're out on Fandle right now. They're out. I was I was mm, looking last out night. Fandle. Yeah. Stanley Cup. Exactus. Yeah. Let's see. I find it exactly because I was trying to figure oh, out. Yeah. What, oh what yeah. Oh yeah. They are. Okay. All right. So, so at Fandle, here here's where they are. So you can go. Bruins Stars is thirty six to one. That's my favorite bet. Bruins over beat, the stars to beat the stars. Yes. If you just want the matchup, you can do, they call it, the, they call it the matchup and then the forecast. So the matchup is just picking the two teams to play in it. So Boston Dallas is 25 to one. Yeah, the forecast is down. Forecast is, is below down. that. It no, it's not Boston up. To beat Dallas. It's up right now. 36. No, it one. says it. It just, there's no market click, for it. Click the button. Click that's the Stanley Cup forecast. Click the words on the left. It opens. Oh, there we go. The okay. So okay, there we go. So yeah, it's 25 to 1. Okay. So like yeah, Bruin Stars. Stanley Cup winning conference bet. You can actually bet which conference wins it. Now what now don't look. What would be the price of that? Eastern minus conference two, minus two fifty for the East. Now see how biased you are. I mean, that's ridiculous. What if it's not Boston, P Ralt? Doesn't matter. The three best teams in the are in the East. 
minus 250, we're going to get slammed with Western Conference at that price. Uh, and I'd, I'd be fine. And I, I'd be fine with it. I kick my heels up and go, go ahead. Show me the Western Conference team that's winning the cup. There isn't one in my mind. Oh, there wow. isn't one. No, it's not. They got minus 154 plus 130. Bet it. Eastern Conference to win the cup. Lay it. Bet it. Yeah. Damn, son. Yeah. Okay. Not even, I don't need to, I don't need to blink. Stanley Cup winner is going to be either Boston, Tampa, Carolina, or maybe New Jersey if things go crazy. You somehow my earphones are still working. You did not say the Rangers. Rangers aren't winning the cup. Rangers 17th, 12 price p.m. It's 14 to 1. I, I don't believe in the Rangers. I don't believe in the Rangers at all. They don't, they, I just don't. Oh, shit. Now, what have you done? Bring, bring, bring them on. Bing bong bullshit. Goodbye. Oh, it ain't happening. Sorry. I, I like the I like the Devils way more than I like the Rangers. Way more. What? With the goal? Way more. Stuff? Way what? more. Way more. Yeah. Oh, I, like wow. the, I like the Devils way more. They went on the road. They're hyper competitive. They're young. They're hungry. They're winning even when they're banged up. How'd they do last night against St. Louis on the road? They, uh, what was the final score of that game? It was the over. I missed the over. I should have gotten to the over. It was 4 2 final. St. Louis. Yeah, that's okay. Who's Kaka? No, be- not at home. They're not. At home, they're not. St. Louis isn't awful at home. But I mean, look at there's going to be some regression in the second half of the year. They had three losses all year on the road going into that game. Stars and Bruins is 50 to 1. That ain't happening. Stars can't beat the Bruins. Not in seven game series. They can't. No. Bruins make the cup. Bruins are winning it. 12 Bruins gonna get the game. PM, February 17th. Bruins getting to the cup is the bigger problem in my, in my mind. They have a much more difficult time getting to the cup finals than they will winning the cup finals. Really? Yes. You're not getting when you're going to face Bergeron, Krejci, and Marchand. I'm sorry. These guys know how to win the cup. They've already done it. <laughs> like they, they know how to get there, and they are pissed off that they lost it the last time they were there. Man, oh, man. They all want to win the cup and retire. This is the Bruins goodbye tour. Krejci, maybe not Marshan, but Bergeron, they're all, they win the cup, they're walking. Like, that's it. Bye, guys. They're going off and win a duck boat parade of glory. <sighs> Roger Long just came in and said, what does the B's and C's parlay to win their titles pay? Oh, my God. That would be phenomenal. What is that? Let's see. Bruins, Celtics. Can't even believe I brought that shit up. It is a 22 to 1 return. It's not even that long. It's not even that long shot. It's 22 to 1. It should be like 200 to 1. That's not even that long of a shot. 22 to 1 for a Boston Celtics and Boston Bruins championship parlay. That's some some bullshit. That's some bullshit right you there. Put 100 on that. That's 2,200. You just got to. That should there. be way and higher. The, and the Bruins one will be first. That's hard to do, man. That's hard to, to go in and, and bullseye those two championships from the same city. That is, the, that is highly unlikely. Put those two with Bama. I'll give you a sweat for the rest of the year. Or those two wow. with Georgia. Nah, Georgia's not good. Georgia's gonna have a down year. How about that? Yeah. What? Cor- cor- big quarterback questions with Georgia. Oh. Um, where is college football? Can we the, the football? Oh. Uh, the college football is not up. Oh, there's no college football futures up. Huh. Okay. What are we Can't waiting? College- 
You guys are spring watching game. the show. Put spring the game. Stop with the spring game stuff. No, injuries. They're worried about having the spring game get played, make sure everyone's healthy, then they'll put it up. They'll wait to see how everyone goes into the office. They're office's. all on vacation. That's the problem. <laughs> Everybody that does the numbers, they're on vacation this week. They're like, we'll put the college football up when we come back. End of February. That's what we used to tell people. Just yeah. wait. So there all you right. go. So that there's your, there's your, if you add in, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be, you know, Alabama will be, I don't know, minus. 150 to win it all minus 125. You gotta, you gotta stop. You gotta, you what's gotta, Bama gonna be? Do you think it's plus money up where it's not FanDuel? It's not, it's right here. FanDuel NCAA football futures, Georgia two to one, Bama plus 550. Woo! Ohio take State Bama. plus 750, Michigan there? 10 to one, USC oh, yeah, yeah. 16 to one, LSU yep. Butchie. LSU is... 18 to 1. Deuces. Oh, Let's there it is. No. So Bama gives oh. you a 14,000 plus 14,720. So, you know, 150 to 1. If you add Bama to that parlay. Yep. Whoa. Bruins, Celtics, Alabama is. Your whole worlds collide. One year, we have a show called Bostonian versus. Well, the book. hold on. Let's the, let's be let's be really crazy, and let's just go ahead for the for the hell of it. You just you know, watch yeah. my worlds collide. You can throw Creighton in there, and it's a uh, three thousand plus thirty thirty nine hundred to one for okay. three thousand nine for three thousand eight hundred and fifty to one. <laughs> throw Creighton in there. Don't because then the whole thing will die in March. Oh yeah, yeah. So you bet five dollars to win nineteen thousand on the Celtics, <laughs> the Bruins, and the Bama winning the national championship, and Creighton. Take Creighton out. <laughs> this thing, well, talk about my world colliding. That's five bucks to win seven hundred and thirty-six. So, but well, boy, a hundred, well, a C note on it. It's fourteen thousand dollars. Fourteen thousand seven hundred twenty dollars. Thousand seven hundred dollars. And I mean, like the MasterCard commercials, they say this costs this, this costs this, and this is priceless. <laughs> Having to listen to your shit <laughs> all of college football season after <laughs> the Bruins win the cup, that's bad enough. The yeah. Celtics win the NBA finals. Horrific for, for people that love the, to, to hate the Boston. Oh. We've got a root for Bama all Fucking season. I, I am. You're I am. I fourteen thousand. I'll bring the bag. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get E and Farrah to come and film you picking it up it. the bag. Uh, oh my god! But it's still it's still dumb though. If you take an Alabama, you take Alabama out of it, a hundred bucks wins two thousand one hundred for a Bruins and Celtics parlay. That, yeah, that should that be should way be, higher. That should be that should pay more. But listen, should be way higher. Tr- you just said that if you Boston gets to the final Stanley Cup, oh. winning. Yeah, but not the Celtics, though. I don't feel that way about the Celtics. I feel that way about the Bruins. Celtics team has never won it. They got they got to learn, man. They got to learn how to win, win a championship. That takes – they got to the finals last year. They haven't won it yet. Look at these guys. The chat is going nuts right now. They're actually putting this in. The B's and C's parlay, Konowinski already has it. Pays 24 to 1. DGN 4TW said he got 196 to 1 on – Oh, I love uh, that. On Bavada, Celtics, Bruins, and Bama. CBB for the BVB. If you bet, how about Celtics, this? Bruins and Bama. How about Celtics, C- Bruins, Bama basketball, not football? 
Oh, stop the nonsense. That oh is God. That oh. is a hundred bucks to win 21,000. That I like. That's a bet I can get behind. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. I can get behind that parlay. Bruins, Celtics. Benny has the B's and C's championship parlay 30 to 1 from January. Yeah, of course he does. What the hell's going on here? Well, I mean, he's the master of the B's and C's daily parlay, so why wouldn't he do a a B's and C's season-long parlay? That makes that makes total sense. (laughs) Brandon Walton called it the title shots parlay brought to you by the BVB. That's phenomenal. Thank you to Wager Wire. We appreciate yes. it, guys. Good stuff there. Jumping in with us on on that. Okay, uh, let's roll through a couple of these uh, games. Speaking of the Bruins, you got this stat. Boston is twenty six zero and three when they score first. They win five nothing last night at Nashville. Ridiculous. How is that even possible? Twenty six zero and three when they score first. I, They've never lost in regulation when they score first. I. Uh... I was watching Sports Center and Neil was interviewing um, Barry Melrose and they popped that stat up. And I sent him a text and said, Was that right? I said, I got to talk about that with, with uh, Peral tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, Is that right? He's like, Yeah, it's right. You know, just it's, it's fun texting him while he's on TV back right. and forth. Every once in a while, he'll hit me with something. But I saw it and stopped and I was like, Okay, where's the weakness? <laughs> like, they get it's, a lead, they don't lose. It. No, their they weakness come back when they're down. Their they weakness lose. is they have two unproven goaltenders in big moments. All Mark and Swayman haven't done it. That's it. Everything else, they might look to get a goal scoring defenseman at the trade deadline. They might. They might look to get a third or fourth string center. First, first line center, lenter. That's it. Depth. That's it. But their top two lines, you're not touching. No. And they don't need help on the power play. They don't nope. need help on the power play kill. Nope. And maybe you get a depth goaltender, but I mean, Swayman and Allmark have been tremendous. It's just, I mean, it's funny. Everyone is looking to poke holes in the Bruins right now. They're the new punching bag. I mean, Again, being this dominant doesn't make sense. Not in today's sports. Yeah, but there's they're not the only ones being dominant, though. Carolina, very quietly, has 80 points. And they're 18-6-2 at home. They're 18-4-6 on the road. They're 9-1. They're 9-1 straight up over the last 10 games. And they have a plus 38 goals differential. I mean, the Absolute Devils are right behind war. them. Absolute war, that would be. An absolute war, Carolina Bruins. against Bruins. Oh my, yeah, An they could beat them. Hur- Hurricanes could beat the Bruins. Yes, they could beat them. I'll clip that twelve forty four on Friday. That's what I mean. The Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be more difficult for the Bruins than it will be playing in the Cup Finals. Whoever they play in the West, I'm, I'm not worried about. But the path that you have to take in the wear and tear that it takes out of a team is worth mm-hmm. something. It, it is, is going to be, I mean, that's going to be a war. The series before could be a war if they catch a team that's like, you know, just going to physically try to, I think the only way you can really slow the Bruins down is you got to really get chippy and 
muck up the game. Yeah, right look, now. Colorado obviously the has the has the pedigree, right? But they're so banged up. They're such an unknown. I'm not worried about Colorado. Obviously, McKinnon's incredible, but I'm not worried about Colorado. Winnipeg is, you know, okay. Eh? Dallas is definitely formidable, right. but Vegas is eh. Seattle is eh. And the Kings are eh. Right. This isn't a team there that jumps off. You're like, holy crap, they're really good. In the East, Bruins, Tampa, Carolina, New Jersey. These are four teams that I could easily right. see win the cup. They've right. got the pieces. They've got the talent to do it. I just think the Eastern Conference, it's so heavily shifted in my mind to an Eastern Conference championship than it is a Western Conference team to win it. Let's run through these games real quick. we got about 10 okay. minutes left. Uh, Rangers, Oilers tonight. Some books have just said, screw it, go to seven tonight Why here not? on this one. Should have started I, at seven. <laughs> it was minus 135 and minus 140 last night, six and a half over, and I just was like, I'm not laying that juice. I'll just wait for it to go to seven. I'll bet it seven. Yeah. This game's going to go over. Be very surprised if it does not. <laughs> very <laughs> surprised. Is, and if you probably get a push out of it, it could be a 4-3 final. On the complete opposite side, you have you the like stars the in the one. That Rangers game? I would lean towards Edmonton, but coin flip. complete coin yeah, flip. I'm not. Yep. I'm not like in love with saying that. I've not bet it. I don't really know. Right. Stars in the wild, though, total is five and a half in this game. Right. Stars so. are road favorites. Under. Uh, under. Yes, and um. Again, I, I just can't quit Dallas. I just I, I like the way they play, and this is the Lost perfect two in a row. game for them to – It's a bounce-back uh, spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a perfect game for them to win. They have won the last two games against the Wild 4-1. to one. They lost the first game 6-5, to five, but that was back in December. Yeah. So it feels like an under game to me. Yeah. But the Wild, they're 10 points behind the Stars. They need to start winning some of these games. It's coming down to the end. He's got to get yeah. teams got to get going. He got to get he got to win those games in regulation too. Those those mm -hmm. the, leaving it to a shootout is not good right now. So college basketball tomorrow, there are a couple of really big games. Now these lines are projected lines and or not U.S. lines right now. Not every book has got these things up, but these lines should be pretty accurate. Baylor at Kansas. Minus four and a half game there, son. Game of the night, game of the day. It's a huge game. What time is that game? Oh, um, make time to watch that bad boy. Bandit, uh, Baylor at Kansas tomorrow is a uh, come on, internet. It is a oh, it's a night game. It's a late game. I like it. That's good. It's uh, it's a one oh. Oh, sorry. Nope. Day game. One p.m. our time. Four p.m. Eastern time. Start. Okay. Nice. What's the line? Kansas four and a half. Baylor live. I like Baylor. Baylor live. Uh huh. I like I, I like Baylor. Although and, this, this winning on the road stuff is really difficult, but I don't Baylor's know if they wild. win on the road. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they win the yeah. game outright. Right, but. You look at Baylor and what and what Baylor has done, one against Kansas, but also just on the road. They're four and one over the last five games, seven, two, and one over the last ten. Baylor is eight, four, and one ATS in the Big Twelve. In the first, this is the first time these two teams have played. This is you know arguably gonna be for the Big Twelve regular season championship. Mm. Okay. Winner of this game will have uh have Inside a leg up with the Big Twelve. Yeah. Coming down, they're both nine and four in conference. Texas is nine and four 
as well. And that's the next game, Oklahoma yep. at Texas. Oklahoma is not horrible. That you know, the, oh, I guess they are the three and ten of the Big Twelve, but they've Terrible. had some big wins. They've had some big wins lately, though. Uh, at home. And so you get Texas nine and four. This number is this number is light. <laughs> it's nine and a half. Yeah, it's be higher eight and a half, nine, just off the top of my head. It's nine uh, and a half. Try to get that dog money early. Texas blowout. Blowout. You yeah. like this Texas? I do. I do. I, I I got I got people telling me that Texas is uh is maybe better than some people think. Just keep an eye on them. So no, I mean they they're going into the year they were a top five team. They were phenomenal. But then Chris Beard got blown out. So when Chris right. Beard got fired, so everybody went oh boy. Yeah. But how good? How much is coaching? How much is needed? Maybe they just they're, they have the talent to overcome. You lay this nine and a half. I wouldn't take it. I, I mean, I think under ten is okay. Is something to consider. What's that say? Ranked teams, ranked road teams versus ranked teams. Ten and twenty-eight record. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. ATS. Thank not you, straight Timmy. Up. Timmy Oland. That's ATS though, right? That's not straight up. I would assume so. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's wild. Uh Tennessee laying three at Kentucky in the SEC after the volunteers. Just want to watch this one. <laughs> I honestly I don't know. I don't know because Kentucky went on the road and beat Mississippi State last game mm-hmm. as a dog. Mm-hmm. They're going to come dogs again. Is this Kentucky getting it together, or does Tennessee just take that Alabama win and go? Because a lot of times you see the end, eh, the dip down. Right. Well, on the road, I mean, Tennessee, well, that was the first game in in uh, in five games that the Volunteers had covered. So a letdown spot. I, I think I would lean towards Kentucky here. Right. To take Kentucky and yeah. take the home home dog, take the three points at home for Kentucky. They're seven and eight at home, seven and six in the SEC. It's a tough game to bet. Yep. Big game in the SEC, but it's a tough, it's a tough game to bet for sure. The SEC yep. is going to be that tournament's going to be absolutely be awesome great. to watch great. and to bet. Yep. Cannot wait. Bama's 12 and 1, AM's 11 and 2, Tennessee's 9 and 4, Kentucky's 8 and 5, Auburn's 8 and 5. So right. we'll see how that plays out. And then Illinois at Indiana. Indiana's laying five and a half points here in this one. Sworn off the Big Ten. Really? I I, the, I I like Indiana. They're fun to bet on. I'll keep an eye on it, but it's, it, it's the whole conference is a complete disappointment. I don't even know what the hell oh. Purdue is. I mean, my well, God, that's true. Lost they, again last night. Like, not even competitive. They took me mm-hmm. out in game. I thought I was stealing, taking ten and a half. They didn't even cover that. I was like, this is. They, they, Do you see I what Gonzaga did last night? Or Gonzaga, excuse me. Um, yeah, because Gabe and Cam were telling me Loyola was going to be live to win the oh, game. And it was a 43 point. point loss for Loyola. Yeah, not so good, huh? <laughs> not so live. Not the best. Down down 40 at the first half and lose by 43 on Damn the game. Damn it. Whoops. Yep. Uh, this is interesting because Indiana at home is 10 and 4 ATS this year. Pretty good. They're really good. Illinois is 6 and 5 on the road, but I like Indiana to win and cover. Mm. I like Indiana to make noise in March. Really? Yeah, I like Indiana a lot. I I'm a fan of Indiana. Still on the hunt for those candy striped pants. I'm gonna find one pair. Of those one are of those absolutely phenomenal. We got a couple of minutes here. We can squeeze in a few of the better to book it before we let go of sports oh, grid. Yeah, let's do it. Better to book it. Come on, let's go. My weekly parlay is a gift and no gift parlay. 
Okay. We're going the gift. Yes. Kings and the Ducks. Yes. We're going the gift. No. No goal in the first 10 minutes. Okay. Dallas, Minnesota. I, uh, okay. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Oh. I'm worried about that one. Whenever oh. you're worried about it, I like it because it hits. When you're not worried about it, I'm more, I get more concerned mm. <laughs> on the gifts. So you're going to hit this three-teamer? Three-team, plus 642 parlay. Islanders, just <sighs> two times in the last 10, they've had a gift scored. They are by far the worst team in all of hockey. Only 35% of the time have the Islanders had a gift on them or scored by them. Uh, Pittsburgh has been pretty good. They're on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. They're 8-2. and two to a goal in the last in the first 10 minutes over the last 10 64% but i think when the islanders are up i just need both teams to play defense just don't man, play defense man. just play defense dallas and minnesota is oh. bank on the islanders don't score and then don't let pittsburgh score yeah I'm worried about that I, I would book this one i mean good luck i hope yeah, you win of course it. you book it's a three it's a three leg gift parlay of course you're yes, gonna book it absolutely yes. <laughs> you book this no every time there. yes yes no surprise there yes. uh i am going full unit on under one and a half goals in the first period for minnesota and dallas at minus 118. i like this although one one beats us correct but beat us the other night for the stars, but right. for first period under six straight games for Minnesota, six straight times that it's gone one, nothing or less. Mark Andre Fleury has been very good in the first period lately. And Minnesota is the worst team to an over in the first period in the NHL. They're nine and one to the under over the last 10 games in just 38% of the time, 21 times in 54 games. We've seen a one and a half goal over bet cash involving the wild. Sweat it, but we'll bet it. <laughs> it's going to be a one nothing final. We'll see who scores the one on that. And then finally, I'm going over six and a half goals, Kings and the Ducks. Bet it. What's the price? Right. 125. Minus 125. Yeah. Let's see where that one's moving. Hasn't moved, which is kind of surprising. Nobody's betting it. Nobody's going to this game. We can drive <laughs> and get good seats. Six and a half over minus 15. One place is over 20. Get it now, boys and girls, whoever's watching. Yeah. Bet this over. Well, you laid a quarter last night? Is that yeah. right? It was at Circa, but yeah. I laid minus 125. At Circa last wow. night. Yeah, yeah they, so. they went and got that under money. That's good. Good luck with that. Because it's yeah. Gibson in net. Gibson has a 4.11 goals against average on the road. Right. So awesome. Enjoy that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's uh, not exactly good at at uh, uh, no. at home, rather. Sorry, at home. 4.11 goals against. Not good. Sports Grid, thank you so much, everybody. Have a phenomenal weekend. We'll be back coming up on Monday for you guys on YouTube and Twitter. Favorite thing about today comes up next year on BBB. Favorite thing about today is what? Uh, the amount of work that goes into a trip. Uh-huh. When you have multiple people going on the trip is highly underappreciated. Mm. And when they're all women, it's unbelievable. 
because they have bags for bags. They have right. things that you do. You have the the stuff to take for this. Do you have this? They were coordinating outfits last night. I'm like, you're going for three days. You know, you're coming back, right? Like, are you coming back? Because Ooh. why are you taking all this stuff? Like, right. And then add the weather into the mix. Like they're going to a place that's very cold and it's going to be cold. And very cold. They don't know what that cold is like. The kids no. don't. No. And the wife pretends, I mean, she keeps it cold when we sleep in his house. It was 64 when I woke up this morning. Oh my. She, she got to the thermostat first and I said, what's the number? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, 64. don't worry about it. I said, is it 65 or under? And she's like, maybe, maybe oh get my. up out of the bed and look myself. I said, 64, you're not human right now. I don't know which Eskimo likes sleeping, but I'm telling 64. you, I've been sleeping good. 64, freezing, sir, freezing. But, um, we, uh, we got up, we got them off to the airport. I just got the text right now. They're boarding the plane. So I'll, I'll be nice. interested to see what they think of Omaha. You're going to have to give me one good place to eat that I can surprise them with and, okay. uh, and go from there. But, um, I did this last time and Mikey awesome cut it and clipped it. So I'm going to try to get a song every once in a while to just read some lyrics. Now this isn't as good as Luda, but 32 years ago, Today, the number one song on the Billboard charts was um, "Gonna Make You Sweat" by uh -huh. CNC Music Factory, uh -huh. which is just a jam. And it came up from my guy, old school, who I don't know and have never met, but we follow each other on Twitter now, and we DM, which is one of the coolest things about social media. You can reach out to people all over the world who are doing something you may like. Reach out with a DM and tell them. And then you you do this other stuff. So I posted the video this morning and I've been dancing since. But it was just one of those things that, like on roll call Friday, I said we're gonna uh, we're gonna do stuff like this. So pause, take a breath, and go for yours. <laughs> on my command, now hit the dance floor. It's gonna make you sweat till you bleed. Is that dope enough? Indeed. I paid the price to control the dice. I'm more precise to the point. I'm nice. The music takes control, your heart and soul. Unfold, your body is free in a whole. Dance till you can't dance till you can't dance till you can't dance no more. Get on the floor and get raw and then come back and upside down. Easy now. Let me see you. Let me see you. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. I love that song. I love this show. I love the brigade. That's the best thing about today. Uh, my favorite thing about today is this T-shirt that I'm wearing Ooh, that got sent to me. Madeline's favorite charity is St. Jude's. Excellent. And so St. Jude's, I'm doing a uh, fundraiser for St. Jude's. I'm doing 100 push-ups a day for 28 days, so 2,800 push-ups for the month That's of February. Cool. Went ahead and opened up. Did not know they were sending this. I went ahead and opened up the mailbox last night, and it was like, oh. They sent me a t-shirt. So I'm going to go ahead and do this. So if anybody is looking to do cool fundraisers, they're doing one, a new one, another one in March. They're doing a bunch, a bunch of cool stuff. Um, you know, they're obviously funded entirely by uh, donations and uh, people who raise money for them. And if you've ever, I, I've been to St. Jude's and I've done stuff at St. Jude's for years, given my time in Alabama. And 
it will break your heart when you when you see the families and see yeah. the children who, who are being and they don't pay a thing they show up they don't pay anything and so it's you know i ron mcdonald house is a huge that's a big one for what they did for me in madeline but saint jude's also is a, is a huge one that whenever i have a chance to do that so i want to say thank you to saint jude's and if you have a chance to go ahead and make uh donations or you have a chance to do fundraisers for saint jude's i cannot recommend to do it more because it's a phenomenal phenomenal cause Folks, we're back on Monday. We'll have a lot to get into. You President's guys will be off. Day, we're doing a show. We're working. Yep. There's people that aren't working. If they're not working, they should be watching. Tell them yeah. all to get in the chat. Watch the should show be live. Live. It should be a big Monday Ooh. show. Looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. Should be a lot of fun. Stay safe this weekend. We got a ton of people here in town. Oh, that hat is unbelievable. He's got it's just, big dog is that's, all. And it's a one Vegas one on top of that. So it's even, it's <laughs> unbelievable. On that note, boy. he's fair with the noggin. Dave, Matt, Monday. Talk to you then for BVB. Bye-bye, y'all. <laughs>